0: audio
1: On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, King Chuck, we have a new king. Also, Elvis the movie. We have a mashup with DMX and John Denver. We want to know what you think. Also, new words in the dictionary, funny misheard song lyrics, and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Plus, follow us on Facebook. Look for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And find us on TikTok and all of our shenanigans. Just search for The Roadhouse Show.
2: Bounce from the Roadhouse!
1: So let's talk TV here for a minute. Wow, you got your shades on for this. Yeah. Brandon just put his sunglasses on. That's right. It's dark in here.
3: It feels fine, though. I like it.
1: Okay, they are cool sunglasses. They're kind of 80s looking.
3: Is that what it is? Yeah. Right on.
1: We're going to go back before the 80s. We both watched the Elvis movie. Yeah, baby. Let me just tell you right up front here. As soon as it started, I'm like, this is produced very strangely. Like the Colonel's voice. Tom Hanks is a great actor, but... Did the guy really sound like that?
3: I wouldn't know him from Adam, but I'm assuming. I, was like, I don't is, really know.
1: Is this going to turn into a cartoon?
3: It was kind of wild. But if if you look at it, uh, the way it was shot, the way it was filmed, it was like kind of carny-like. Yeah. And maybe that's what they were after because that's what he was. You know, kind of a carny guy. And
1: I never knew that Elvis was $8 million in debt by the end of it. Yeah. That is insane. That guy totally destroyed him.
3: Yeah, he really did. And uh, it's, you know, so it was directed by this Baz Lorman, I believe is how you say his last name. And that's who kind of wrote the screenplay and everything for this. And it was all from the perspective of that Tom Parker. So I think that's kind of how it's portrayed. It's hard to know the real truth behind everything, right? Because it's all... It's it's a, it's not really 100% factual, I don't think, right?
1: Well, his wife watched it, and she had good reviews.
3: Oh, well, then, there you go. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think it was neat, though. It was a really different perspective, different way to shoot the film, different way. It was very modern Elvis. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it was, was kind of cool.
1: brought to my attention, because I'm a huge Elvis fan. Yeah. It was brought to my attention that his music was stolen.
3: A lot of his music? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I never knew that. And so that comes out in the movie, how he was raised. He grew up in this black neighborhood. Yeah. And that's how his music was born. And I actually think it's it's a beautiful thing.
3: I guess I knew all that. I knew, I knew all knew that. that. I did. And that's kind of why his music was so different. Yeah. You know, because it was a changing of the times. Here's mm-hmm. this white guy, very clean, very, you know, great soulful voice and all this. But his music was a little different. Everybody liked it, and they didn't know why. Well, because it was good music, Yeah. you know? And it didn't matter where it came from. didn't matter what it was, what he, you know, in quote stole it from. It's just, it's good music.
1: Another thing, I always notice the little things. Yeah. He wore makeup. He oh, wore yeah. makeup back then. Did he? Eyeliner, mascara, eyeshadow.
3: Oh, yeah. Blush.
1: Yeah. He wore makeup.
3: Yeah I, did. yeah, I guess so. I didn't know if that was a reality or if it was just part of the movie. I did no. really give it too much stock but yeah i do remember now that you say that they did say something about that Uh they're like you're you're prancing out here
1: wearing makeup wearing makeup and he he got arrested for shaking his hips yeah crazy funny yeah it's such a great movie go out and watch it it's out of theaters now it's on hbo max so steal a password from somebody and log on there and watch it okay let's talk about the queen a little bit she passed away last week is it going to be one of those moments where People ask where were you when Queen Elizabeth passed away?
3: I mean, maybe I think it's—I mean, I think it's a sad deal for sure. But she's been queen for a really long time. What, like 60, 70 years or something yeah, like that? The
1: whole time we've been alive, it's yeah. been Queen Elizabeth. II. Twice my life,
3: yeah. She's been—you know—if I was around here twice, yeah, it, it's for real. But good job, really. I mean, congratulations. Like you 70 finally
1: seventy years,
3: you queens. can relax and not be the queen. Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
1: But you know, I don't know what went on with her and Princess Diana. Yeah. But those two are back together again. Huh. Reunited, and it does not feel so good.
3: Was there a beef? Was there beef between them? Is Nobody
1: knows how Princess Diana was she murdered or was she just in that car accident?
3: Yeah, who knows, huh? That's weird. Well, is it that is that the proper way? Is there beef between them? Or do you say (laughs) that is tea between them? I have no idea. There's scrumpets between them. I don't know either. But, they're
1: scrumpeting again, mama.
3: Ah, they're out there scrumpeting.
1: Oh, bloody hell.
3: <laughs> but they, Can I but, say that on the radio? I don't know. I don't really know. But the scrumpets, will find out the true answer. <laughs>
1: the scrumpets? I
3: don't know. I Look, man, I'm Midwestern dumb. I don't know. But if you want to eat a donut oh, and drink some tea, I'm in.
1: I can't believe I'm a part of this conversation right now. Yeah. Anyways, now we have a king. And yeah. that sounds weird to me.
3: We do. We
1: well. Every, yeah. It's kind of like a world thing. I think. Is it?
3: Yeah. I mean, I I agree with you, but I'm like, I don't know. He's not my king, right? I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna respect him all the same. I, I but kind of saying. feel
1: like royalty. There is a part of us.
3: Oh, I would totally. Yeah, I agree with you, but I mean, when he's like, "Hey, Vout Brandon, go clean thine toilet," I'd be like, "Clean it yourself, bud. You ain't my king." But you know, I, out of respect, I'd probably walk away and just not clean the toilets. Yeah. What's his name?
1: King Charles. Yeah, I don't know. But we've known him for so long. Do we have to call him Charles, or can we call him Chuck?
0: King Chuck. When he was a young man, he never thought he'd see people stand in line and call him Majesty. King Chuck. He's a polo junkie. Junkie Chuck. Ears just like a monkey! Took the place of mother, got a creepy brother, King Chuck. Now, when the queen died, he can't believe his luck. He grabbed his royal jewels, said, You must call me King Chuck! King Chuck. Queen consort Camellia. Ugly duck. No, she's no Diana. His whole life he's waited to be coronated King Chuck.
1: We've brought in one of the country music experts into Studio 4B, Mark Houston. Mark Houston, we have to play this little clip for you and we want your thoughts on it if you like it or hate it. Ready?
3: Yo, get it twisted. This rap is mine. Uh, uh. Blue,
0: You want, you want me to vent about it right now? You're, you're both looking at me like you yeah. want me to vent about it right yeah, now. Yeah, let what, it go. What did you think of that? You created a monstrosity. I, I don't I don't understand the context behind any of it. Yet, First but.
3: of all, we didn't create this.
0: Oh, you guys didn't make this it?
3: This was a gift from the heavens, if you will.
0: Maybe oh, because, TikToks? Yeah. Because TikTok it was Heaven. very well done. I guess I should have known better. <laughs> that you... <laughs> <laughs> it wow! that it wasn't done by, wow. by you two. So that's DMX and, of course, the late, great John Denver.
3: Yeah. Good I job. mean, do you think John Denver is rolling over in his plane right now? Or
0: his oh, grave? my. Is that you went, it's very very too when did john denver die by the way how many years has it been? is that how long ago it was yeah
3: i looked it up because i wasn't
0: sure either so we're going we're we're going on i mean 20 plus years now, oh, yeah. easily yeah yeah i mean it's what what is it the the, the, well, the funny
1: you're probably the same age as john denver so what did you think about
0: it john denver was much well, okay Oof. when was john denver born brandon Oof. December 31st. When was he Byron? He was Byron. What year? December 31st,
3: 1943.
0: Oh my God, wow. Amy! That's it. You got used to by like twenty years. All right, this 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 now now since you started to age shame me here on the show, we're done. All right. Wow, your, your bit is stupid, and I don't like your face. Okay, said I'm old. I already knew oh that. <laughs> no, I I mashups like that I actually think are really cool. Yeah. Um I I get tired of them really quickly though. They they're not something I want to hear more than a couple times. You don't
1: want to go out and buy the CD. No,
0: but when they're done well and <laughs> when they the when they're super clever, I love that stuff. That that's oh, yeah. that is almost a talent that is 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 on par with, you know, sitting yeah. in a studio and writing and creating your own music to I be concur. able to mash stuff up like that. Yeah. yeah. And to hear it to begin with, to mm-hmm. know hey, I could take DMX and the late great John Denver yeah. and like the plane, just smash them together. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> I thought I was bad.
1: So if we play it again right now, will you um, get jiggy with it?
0: Uh, oh, I'm going to twerk. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. You ready Speaking to see this? All the beats.
3: <laughs> Yo, get it twisted. This rap is mine.
1: Wow, Houston. Yeah, I know. Way to get jiggy. Every year, they update the dictionary, and so we'd like to introduce these new words. Maybe the kids will be learning these in school. Oh, fun. So uh, it'd be good to, to get these out. 370 new words, to be exact. Oh, boy. And phrases they've added to the dictionary, including one we've heard a lot in the past month, pumpkin spice. They've added pumpkin spice. To the dictionary. I can't oh. believe it wasn't in there already. Yeah, yeah that's confusing. It's a spice. Um, the first one I have here is side hustle.
3: Okay. Work yeah.
1: performed for income supplementary to one's primary job. So like a second Which,
3: job. Yeah, yeah, that's fair.
1: Uh, metaverse. Huh. Do you know what a metaverse is?
3: Not 100%, but I think it has something to do with Bitcoins and stuff.
1: A persistent virtual environment. You it's don't like a, It's like a virtual reality.
3: Okay, yeah. That's what I assumed, but I didn't really know.
1: Yeah. Laggy, you know what laggy, laggy is? Oh right? yeah, You're just being laggy.
3: We got some lagginess.
1: Space force, a military organization of a nation for space warfare. Wow, that is in the dictionary now. Oh, that's cool. What about yeet? Like beet, like a like the vegetable beet.
3: But yeet. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's like yeet yeet. Right. Like
1: Y E E T.
3: Yeah, it's like a it's like a battle cry. Yeet yeet, let's Sl- go.
1: Slang used to express surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm. Yeah. Never heard of that. Ever what? Never heard anybody use Never? it? Nothing. No. Oh, it's
3: all over. It's all over. Like Granger Smith. I think he kind of started it or really gave it the push it needed. But like he everything he has a yeet yeet brand. You put stickers all over his pickups, oh. shirts, hats, yeet yeet hats. Let's go, yeet yeet.
1: I need to quit paying attention to important things. Uh, I thought this was important, though. Video doorbell. That is now in the dictionary. It wasn't? (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. Wow. Also, this one, magnet fishing. Magnet fishing is now in the dictionary.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's really gained in popularity.
1: Yeah, people fishing for metal things.
3: It's like the new old person. You know, they used to use metal detectors. Now, the new old person is out magnet fishing.
1: That's crazy. I would like to do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks fun. They hook onto
3: an old Lincoln down there with a the mob boss.
1: <laughs> Janky. Yeah. Uh, very poor quality. That's what that means. Yeah.
3: That's, that, that word's been around for a long time. It's almost kind of old.
1: <laughs> I got to skip some of these. Uh, LARP, L-A-R-P. I don't know. Stands for live action role playing. Oh, weird. Yeah. Interesting.
3: You guys want to go LARPing?
1: <laughs> I like this one. Galentine's Day. What? Valentine's Day. It's the day before Valentine's Day. You celebrate friendships. All right. Plant based.
3: That wasn't in the dictionary before?
1: Plant based? No. Like plant based burgers and stuff?
3: Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess it's been around for a while.
1: <laughs> baller.
3: Oh, that's got to. That just got added? Yeah. That's like from the 90s. Really? Oh, maybe baller should be added, but bala. Was from the 90s.
1: -hmm. I'm going to end with this one. Adorkable. Never heard this in my life. Never have I. Socially awkward or quirky in a way that is endearing.
3: Okay. Adorkable. Mm -hmm. You're, You're kind of being adorkable today.
1: You are too, Brandon. Aww. We're back. And we went through some of the words that were just added to the dictionary this year. Yeah. Very interesting list. Yeah. Which brings us to the topic of our Roadhouse Five today. Top five words that they should remove from the dictionary since we no longer use them. The
3: Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five.
1: Number five, skinny.
3: And uh, number four, library. <laughs> Who goes to the library?
1: Number three, MTV.
3: Number two, Jabberwocky, Flapdoodle, and anything else Joe Biden says when triggered.
1: And finally, number one of the top five words to remove from the dictionary, since we no longer use them, dictionary.
3: Yeah. What? One, two, three, four, five.
1: Okay, we got a couple dead animal stories to share.
3: I can't wait.
1: One beautiful and weird, and one kind of yucky and weird.
3: You had me at Kark. (laughs) Kisses.
1: There's a woman, her name is Lisa Lang, okay? Okay. And during the lockdown, during the pandemic, yeah, she got this hamster. His name is Spud. Oh yeah. And she built these different scenes, like different areas, for that Spud represented places around the world. Oh, like Spud could visit. go on
3: vacation, but really just in the living room. Yes. Oh, okay, this cool. Is really weird, right? Yeah, a little, little excessive. And yeah. she
1: noticed that Spud started to really like the Hawaii set and would oh. hang out in the sand and stuff. Hmm. And Spud recently passed away. Oh. And so now she's spending $4,000 on a trip to Hawaii to spread her pet hamster's ashes.
3: Huh. Wow.
1: Yes. She said Hawaii was the favorite place, the sand so she's taken him down to the sand. She's going to play Beyoncé's song "I Was Here" <laughs> scatter the hamster's ashes and leave a message in the sand saying "Spud visited."
3: Wow wow i'm guessing this person is single af that's what i I was just gonna say there is no way a boyfriend or significant other is gonna be like i'll go to hawaii with you babe but as soon as you start burying a hamster in the sand i'm out
1: i'm picturing a female version of the 40 year old virgin
3: yeah that's how i feel this too you would have thought with a name like spud she would have like went to idaho
1: okay we shared the story of the hamster that's cremated and getting its ashes spread in hawaii on the beach names it's named spud yeah so now i this brings me to something that i see out in the valley i live out in the valley go on this walk every night watch the sunset and as you're walking down reservoir there's Mm -hmm. dead animals everywhere mostly birds i'm not sure what's in the air in the valley
3: mess around and find out
1: maybe some pellet BBs? That's is that why, what you call them?
3: That's why there was a lot of pellet BBs? No, but yeah, you
1: might have to step over a dog turd here and there.
3: Oh yeah, that's what, that's because you shot the bird. It scared the dog turds out of the dog, and then yeah. you know
1: sometimes there's grasshoppers that fly at you. Always, but as you peak Reservoir, mm-hmm. you get up that giant hill, and you turn around, and you, oh, I get to go downhill onto Twilight yeah. now. You get to the the bottom of the hill. You enter a new sidewalk, a new oh. area. And there has been a pancake squirrel on the sidewalk there Wow. for about a month and a half now. Wow. And I think we need to talk about it. I how, think. How I think, did it get there?
3: I mean, because there's not a lot of trees around. So how did it, does it, did it fall from a power line?
1: I don't know. Did it, it been, get
3: hit by a car on the road and that's as far as it made it?
1: Possibly. I don't know. But it's like paper thin. Wow. And it looks like it fell on its stomach. You can see all the legs. You wow. Can, yeah, everything. The head, everything, the tail. The tail. tail. And it's oh. just smashed in like a bearskin rug.
3: Wow. <laughs> a
1: squirrel skin rug. Yeah. Paper thin, Brandon, paper thin. Yeah. And it's just right there this whole time.
3: That's About funny. a month
1: and a half, just laying there. Nobody to Nobody's helping it.
3: Just, yeah. And here's
1: this hamster, $4,000 hamster, getting treated this way. And here's yeah. this beautiful squirrel that probably had a family.
3: Wow. Yeah. Still laying there. I wonder if the parents or the kids of the of the flattened squirrel swing by from time to time. Maybe I don't know.
1: Maybe I don't know. But we need to do something about this. First of all, we need to name it. Okay. Second of all, we need to put it to rest. Flatty. Flatty, flatty
3: McFlatterskins. Yeah. Or should we give it like a set of Flatty Mc Maybe Nutty. Yeah, Nutty okay. McFlatterskins.
1: Nutty McFlattersons. Yeah. skins. Nutty, N- McFlatter. Nutty McFlatter skins. Nutty McFlatter skins. Okay. And we can leave it there for a few days. Yeah. So it can have some visitation. People want to go see it. It's right there on Twilight as you come down the hill of Reservoir. From huh. Reservoir. Okay.
3: Wow. Okay.
1: Right there on the left side.
3: We could make like a little nut cross, you know, out of little nuts. Yeah. That way
1: it- Nutty McFlatter skins right there on the cross. Yep. Visitation for a couple days, and then I think we need to bury it.
3: Yeah, here lies Nutty You Uh know, spent his time crawling through trees and power lines and amazing the people around him with his fluffy tail. Yeah. And his, you know, squirrel noises, (laughs) beautiful squirrel noises. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'll I'll take a picture tonight of not even McFlatterskins. Okay. And I will put a celebration of life. Oh, yeah. Around, you know, with a cross, maybe.
3: Maybe we can hold a service for him, like, somewhere, you know, right at sunset. Maybe yes. tonight or tomorrow night. He you must know. have
1: liked the sunset.
3: Yeah. And maybe that's where he went to. You know, he's like, this is it for me. Yeah. and He in, knew.
1: And in, in lieu of flowers, you know, you could send, you know, donations to the roadhouse. Yeah. Maybe.
3: Ro, ro, yeah. Donations. We could buy nuts for them.
1: Yeah. So this story will be to be continued, right?
3: Yeah. To be continued. Yes. Get like a, get a nut box. Maybe we could stuff them in that and just put them in the Poor
1: ground. Nut, yeah. Poor nutty.
3: Nutty 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 skins.
1: Nutty was a good squirrel.
3: Rest in peace, Nutty.
1: The other day, we had, that's a great question. I don't remember what the question was, but the clue was, women don't know how to do this very often.
3: That was the, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And the answer was, change a tire. Yeah. Well, guess what, Brandon? What? I got to change a tire over the weekend.
3: Well, that's exciting, but not exciting.
1: (laughs) And it's funny because we were on our way to my brother's house. He lives a little bit past Custer, and I'm like... I hope I don't get a flat tire because we're going to (laughs) be driving down a lot of dirt roads. There's sharp rocks on there. Oh, yeah. And lo and behold, on the way back, we're almost a crazy horse. And this message pops up on my dash. Your tire's low. It's at 23 PSI. I'm like, Dad, oh, no. And he's like, we're going to watch it. And a couple miles down the road, it gets down to 20. he's like you better pull over here at this point we're at crazy horse we pull into this parking lot over on the side a little dirt parking lot we find a flat spot and then we get out and we're like where is everything in this car because it's it's an escalade well
3: and it's a new car to you too so it's not like you've experienced this situation before where's all the stuff yeah
1: we pop open the glove box there's no owner's manual so where do i go to the old youtube nice i find a video And it's like a treasure hunt to find all the pieces to change a tire in this
3: vehicle. A little scavenger hunt. Get your pieces
1: together. Yes. Because first, you got to put all the seats down. Well, you got to empty the vehicle, put all the seats down. And then you have to tap the side of the inside of the vehicle a few times to pop out this compartment. (laughs) And then you got to turn this thing a certain amount of ways (laughs) to the left and push it in and then pull it out. And then you can pull out the jack and then you got to push this curtain to the side Uh, and there's some tools in there wow but once you get the tools you got to put the tools together
3: yeah okay always nice
1: yeah and then we're like well how do we get the tire down because it's like underneath in the back yeah how do you do that so we go to the old youtube again yep and you got to take apart the key fob wow you get this key you got to knock three times on the back bumper Yep. and then you pull out this plate
3: the the bunger comes out yeah you stick a key in you put yep. the
1: key in you got to turn it a few times wow and this thing pops out
3: it unlocks a trap door
1: you got to put another tool together <laughs> put it in at a 45 degree angle and you start cranking that baby yeah okay And then the tire starts Ah. to fall. And then you can change a tire the normal way that you knew how.
3: That's wild.
1: Yeah. So then my dad showed me the whole lug nut thing. The the actual
3: brass tacks of lug nuts. We
1: did also have to try to figure out where to put the jack. Because that was another mystery. And that was not on YouTube. So we just guessed.
3: See, that's messed up. See, I feel like cars like yours, fancy enough, Cadillacs, everything like that. Other fancy cars. Why don't they have automatic jacks like off of like motorhomes and campers and stuff? They got a little electric jack comes down. It's hidden up in there by the axle. Why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything else is so tucked up tight, you know, it's just drop it down so you could jack up its own tire. Comes with its own little, you know, NASCAR like gring, gring. Why don't they do that? I don't know.
1: Why don't they make a vehicle that changes its own tire? That's yeah, what I
3: want. What's up with that? Just comes with a dude that pops out the back. <laughs> Tire genie. And he yes, comes love out it. your tailpipe. Do you have a flat tie up?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what the hardest part of this whole process was though? What? Putting all that stuff back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get it. It's like folding up. It's like the new version of the map. Remember back when you used to have to unfold a map? Yeah. And then you'd have to somehow try to fold it back up. It's kinda like that now. Hey, you got all your supplies out. Cool, you changed your flat. Get it to fit again, and the timer starts now.
1: Yeah, I had to watch that video again to put all the stuff away.
3: That's crazy.
1: So yesterday, Brandon, you had a little road trip. Yeah. You went to pier. Yep. You shared with me that you got pulled over.
3: Yeah, I sure did.
1: I want to know if you actually got a ticket.
3: Well, I got pulled over by one of South Dakota's finest. See, what happened was I left Rapid City with the appropriate amount of time to be a half hour early to meet up to get my son his equipment see my son and his mom and his cousin all went to minneapolis to watch the vikings really beat the the packers bad and uh so i was going to meet him in pier get him his football equipment they had to be on the field at 2 30 all right uh or or get their equipment at two thirty so they could be on the field at three o'clock i leave at 11 30 i'm like oh that leaves me plenty of time it's like two and a half 245 to get to pier from here should be fine you know I'll leave, and I'm cruising. Destination, should be there. I call the the ex-wife, was like the old wife. Yo, should be there at about, and I look down at my GPS, 3 o'clock. Uh, <gasps> I was like, the time change. Oh, no. I forgot. You know, Fort Pier, Pier, two different time zones right next to each other, and I'm in Pierre. You know, so I'm like, crap, right down from the capital. I'm like, well, I'll hurry up. You know, I'll put the old pedal to the metal. I'm in the scourge, you know. So I set the cruise at about eighty five, and I go like the back way or whatever. Like you, what's know, the you, speed limit? Uh, I hear you up. So I you up here. So I exit right after wall, get onto the get onto the old two lane where the speed limit is sixty five. You go oh, through boy. fill up and center and all that stuff. And uh, so I'm cruising at about eighty five, and uh, and I make Yikes. it all the way to pier. And I'm watching the time, you know, destination. I love doing this on my GPS, a little race, where it says arrival time 310 was when I left. By the time I got there, it was like 245. And I'm like, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I've made up time. He should have plenty of time to get his equipment, get on the field and be ready to play, you know, warm up at 3 o'clock. I'm good. So I get all the way to Pier, and there's just that, that hill you're about to crest to go right down into the old Fort Pier. And just as I'm about to there, and I'm thinking in my mind— I'm going to start slowing down because I bet you there's a cop here. I pass a cop. A highway Patrolman. I think it was a blonde lady. I'm not sure. And I wave. She waves. And I'm like, I don't think she's using a radar because I'm doing 85, you know. And so I'm like, well, there's no more cops, so I should be good. But I, should, I still am going to slow down because we're getting close. There's more traffic now. I should. Safety. And my daughter's got to pee really bad. So we start slowing down a little bit. But then, boop. Here's a real cop, and he's actually working, Any he me, pulls me over. Day, you were doing 84. And I was like, oh, really? Gosh, I don't didn't know. I didn't know I was going that fast. Yeah, gave him my ID and everything. He didn't give a crap. I bought it in my beard. I even showed <laughs> him a little bit of the boobs. It didn't matter.
1: I was going to ask if you showed him some cleavage.
3: I did. I tried. I squeezed them together and everything, wow, but they were hidden by it, the huh? beard. But hundred and seventeen dollars later, I made it to the Suns game at the original arrival time of three o'clock.
1: Did did you have to pay right then and there or did you have to mail it in?
3: No, I'm gonna mail it in. Wow. Or I might go argue. I might go fight.
1: Whatever. No,
3: I would never argue something I was doing wrong. Wow. I was but When was yeah. the
1: last time you got a ticket before that?
3: Uh it's been a while. I don't know. I don't speed too much really, just in this situation, you know, I was I was in a it was in a hurry, but yeah. Hmm.
1: Well, if you would have been honest, I bet you would have gotten out of it.
3: I was honest. I was no, like, you no weren't. Way, really? You were
1: like, really? I was doing eighty four. I had no idea. That's a what? lie. That's a downright lie. I
3: was like, I mean, I know I was hustling a little bit because my daughter's got a pee, but I didn't know I was hustling that much. Should bad.
1: have just been honest and shared the story. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. I'm kind of disappointed in my favorite fast food place where they have the best hamburgers, you know, Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Because there's a couple idiots that were working at Wendy's. This happened in Pennsylvania, though. not in our beautiful land of Rapid City. Oh, okay. Two Fridays ago, 30 miles outside of Allentown. I don't know where that is, but somebody might. They They came up with this pretty interesting plan to have a slow night at work. Okay, and if they applied themselves at their job the way they applied themselves to this stupid scheme, yeah, they might go It'd somewhere. Be all right, there. yeah. listen to this. okay They pulled over at a railroad crossing. They put a device on the tracks on the railroad tracks that made the wooden railroad crossing arms malfunction. It actually ended up disabling the railroad tracks completely. Oh wow. So somebody could have driven over the tracks with no idea that a train was coming. Luckily, that didn't happen. Listen to this
0: report. While they were driving through here, she dropped him off. He exited the vehicle. He placed the shunt on the track. He got back in the car with her and they proceeded to Wendy's. During the interview, they told us that their intentions were that if the gates could malfunction and they could somehow block traffic, then that would prevent people from being able to get to Wendy's and they could have a slow night at work.
1: That is a police officer because they did indeed get in trouble. Criminal mischief, reckless endangerment, and causing or risking a
3: catastrophe. Wow. That's like working harder to not work. Just work. Go make yourself some Frosties. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay.
1: What did they want to do? Sit on their phones at work or something?
3: Yeah, call in sick if it's that bad. You know, or don't go. It's like you care about your job so much you want to go, but you don't actually want to do anything there.
1: Just because you didn't want to make a hamburger. Yeah. You did this to the railroad tracks. Really?
3: Is it the square patties that did them in?
1: So we just learned from Uncle Bob all the famous gossip going on. Uh, But the one that really stuck out, the true one that he had right, was the one about Cher tweeting about the queen. She wanted to honor the queen, if you will. And she wanted to call her the goat, you know, as in the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. But in her tweet, she used a cow emoji by mistake and, and not a goat.
3: I mean, understandable. Sometimes those animal emojis are pretty small, yeah. Depending on the size of your phone or whatever, so honest mistake. But you know still how worth old is fun. Cher?
1: How old are her eyes?
3: Oh, she's got to be in her sixties, right? Seventies?
1: I'm looking it up right now because I need to know. Cher is seventy six years old.
3: For Cher, wow. Yeah. For so Cher, yeah, she we're is. gonna
1: let that one slide, Cher.
3: Yeah, sure. 76. It's cool that she's even using emojis.
1: I think you need to get the guitar out because I'm hearing a little jingle going on in my head oh, right I, now. Oh,
3: I've got it right here. I've got it right here.
1: <laughs> Can you strum a little? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got it.
3: Yeah, you want some of this?
1: If I could turn back time, I would make it go away. I'd take back the cow emoji, and you'd say. I'm the greatest of all time Not meat on a plate I'm a goat that ruled on a throne and you'd say If I could move back time I'd make it go away <laughs> Poor Cher, poor Cher
3: Look at this dude. Oh, no,
1: no, no, no. no. It's The Roadhouse. We're back. It's Thursday. So who joins us? The one and only D-Ray Knight. In for the dummy of the day. How are are you? Great. You know, lately we've had some interesting things. Naked people, Mm -hmm. people impersonating cops.
2: Exactly. What
1: kind of story do you have for us today?
2: Well, today we go north of the border to Canada. Oh, nice. For our story, which is actually the cautionary tale of Warren Thwing. Yes, that's his last name, Thwing. T-H-W-I-N-G. Warren Thwing. Now, Warren Thwing is really into the Canadian Mounted Police. Wow. He's a big fan of the Canadian Mounted Police. He collects Canadian Mounted Police stuff. He collects anything from badges to honors to... He has, like, mugs that are Mountie mugs, and he's got all sorts of stuff. You could
3: say it's his Thwing.
2: It's his thing, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's his Thwing. Anyway, so he has all this... this Canadian Mounted Police stuff including three Canadian Mounted Police uniforms. Oh. And he will wear the uniforms in his home and he'll take pictures, post them on cuz he's a, on on social media cuz he's a big supporter of the Canadian Mounted Police. Nice. Well, the Canadian Mounted Police saw one of his postings on social media, say Facebook, I guess. And on May 7th, 2020 at 6:30 a.m. Warren Thwing was in bed listening to the radio, perhaps the Roadhouse, even though it's up in of Canada. Of course it was. He says, all I heard was, pardon the expression, one hell of a bang, and smashing glass and things, and my house alarm. The Canadian Mounted Police, their SWAT team, came in to arrest Warren Thwing. Wow. Flashbangs, you know, AR-15s, the whole nine yards, wow. the tactical gear, everything, to come in and, and, and arrest him for... Impersonating a Canadian mountain. Here we go again. Yeah, exactly. But in Canada, they call it personating. Personating, eh? So anyway, so they took his entire collection of things, even like mugs that have mounties on them, everything that he had. He also they asked him if he had a gun, and he had this antique revolver like his grandfather carried in World War One or something like that. Yeah. And they took that gun from him as well. So usually what happens in a case like this, apparently in Canada, is that personating an officer is mate you go to court, you get a fine of about two hundred Canadian, which is, you know, about fifty-five bucks American, right? Two hundred dollars Canadian. And you know, say you're sorry, sorry, and then then everything is fine. Oh no, not Warren Thwing. Somebody at the trial suggested that Warren Thwing go under psychological evaluation. Oh my so God. they oh, no. put him, they, they made him go under a psychi- psychiatric assessment. Now, this is back in 2020, right? And because of COVID, he couldn't have this assessment. So he was in jail. For quite the period of time. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he was actually in jail because of COVID. He had to be isolated in jail for something like three or four months. Man, things are not swinging in his favor. <laughs> they are not. They're not swinging at all. Basically, what happened is he finally went to court, went to trial. Basically, they said, well, Mr. Thwing, <laughs> you've done your time. Huh? And so he was charged, paid a fine, released, things like that. But now he, of course, has uh, post traumatic yeah. stress, PTSD, right? he's got that. His home insurance rates have gone up. Because, I mean, go figure <laughs> that when the police, you know, knock yeah. down your doors, the insurance company's going, oh, that's not an act of God. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you got to oh pay more gosh. for that. Exactly. Uh, he had to pay five grand to replace a glass panel door. Uh, some memorabilia was returned to him. But the police kept more than $1,000 worth of items that were deemed official official gear of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. The, The original criminal charge was dropped, but they're not giving him his gun license back. Wow! So he can't have his antique gun that his grandfather carried with him in World War One. Mm-hmm. He says, <laughs> "This is great." This story. He says, "Once an ardent supporter of the Mounties, he now says he has mixed feelings." Gee, really? Yeah, he does. That would be like okay, being the biggest Dirks Bentley fla- fan on the planet, right? right? You go back, you get backstage meet and greet. You walk up to him, and Dirks Bentley kicks you right in the crotch, hauls off and
3: wails on you, and rips your Dirks Bentley shirt off and says, "You're paying for the damages."
1: There have been some new terms out there that we like to share. Yeah. Because it's hard to keep up with these new terms. It's like this new era of people like to make up words.
3: Yeah, for sure. It's
1: very strange. I think it started during the pandemic, wouldn't you say?
3: Yeah, bet.
1: And lately it's been quiet quitting. That's when you have a job and you basically don't do a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And then quiet firing when you're like passive aggressively Shoved out the door a little bit, out, you know. yeah, and now there's a new one. It's called overemployed. Now, Ooh. if you were to take a guess, what would you think this would mean?
3: I would mean like they're overstaffed. Yeah. like a place is overstaffed, but I don't know. Yeah.
1: this is when you are working from home remotely, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: but you have two full-time jobs, and neither employer oh. knows about it. oh, so you're getting like two salaries Wow working the same hours at both
3: places, I mean, double dipping for sure but if you could pull it off
1: that's incredible i mean it
3: you know if you could make it work it'd be weird if the hey there's a zoom meeting tomorrow at 10 a.m for sure boss blah, 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 blah. answer the next phone hello hey we got a zoom meeting tomorrow at 10 a.m okay so then you got to put up both work computers and be like you bet and try to remember which one's muted and which yes. one's not you
1: gotta have good strategy there's a website that will help you do it it's called overemployed.com there's also a thread going on Reddit on how you can get away with this, but there's also stories on there have of how people have been caught yeah. doing this. Yeah. So that's a good point. Zooming two places at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you get confused?
3: Oh yeah, it'd be oh, weird. Oh my
1: gosh, that's just too stressful. You know, you'd be
3: on the one you'd be like, that's kind of funny, right, Bill? Who's Bill? Oh crap, wrong one. No, you know,
1: <laughs> what's your name again? Uh, I, you've been here sorry, for tell ten me. years.
3: Yeah. My other thing, too, is I know it have to be two separate style businesses because I know not all, but some businesses have like a no competition clause, right? Yeah, I know we Where do. You, you can't yeah. work for the other competitor. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. So like in this situation, if you're working at home for GE Electric or something, right? Mm-hmm. And you're at home kind of doing like a call center situation, right? And then you're also doing a call center for... I'm trying to think of somebody compared to GE. You know what I mean? Whatever. The other thing exactly like GE, then, you know, they're going to find out and they're going to be mad.
1: Or you could use this to your benefit. You could be like a salesperson and then you work at a a different business. Yeah. And you could sell your
3: stuff things. (laughs) Buy your stuff. That'd be funny. (laughs) Oh, no, I have a great supplier. Yeah, he could probably get that stuff out right away. No, I'll give him a call right now.
1: Done. (laughs) Check. Done. Check. (laughs) We've been talking about Nutty McFlattenskins.
3: Flatterskins. How
1: come I can't get that right? I
3: don't know. Nobody knows.
1: We've been talking about Nutty McFlatterskins. Yeah. He's our friend the squirrel on Twilight Drive. And we've been wondering how Nutty may have passed. And we've got our forensics. We've got our forensics people in here. (laughs) We've got Brendan Medina.
4: Yep. Uh, Well, after not seeing the scene or any photos or not being familiar on the case... uh, We do have photos. My professional (laughs) opinion is he likely died as a result of a vehicle. Probably not likely a fall. That's
3: what we're afraid of.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I have come to understand that a squirrel cannot die from a fall because squirrels can uh, survive terminal velocity. Uh, The only way a squirrel would die from a fall is if it was, I think... Oh, it was some thousands of miles high because it would die of starvation. Wow.
1: Okay. Well, how did Nutty get so flat? He's like flat as a piece of paper and he's on the sidewalk.
4: I should throw
3: this little bit of note in there for you. He's been sitting there for a couple of months.
4: Month and a half. Well, I would imagine that uh, the flat part happened with the vehicle. And the transition to the sidewalk could have happened any time in between, in the months in between when the original flattening with the vehicle happened. And as far as how they would have gotten up on the sidewalk, uh, I could leverage some guesses, but it would all be speculation at this point.
1: Okay. Can we show you a picture of Nutty?
4: Sure. That's exactly how I want to start my day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because Nutty's been moved. He's, no, he's not flat on the sidewalk anymore. It looks like maybe somebody mowed their grass and then blew him to the side like he doesn't matter.
4: See, maybe that's when the transition to the sidewalk happened. Yeah, a little wind.
1: Poor Nutty.
3: Well, he's, you know, he doesn't have to worry about gathering nuts anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, if you hear anything while you're out there fighting crime, you let us know. If you hear well, anything about Nutty.
4: We'll certainly keep you posted.
1: All right, we're back. It's Roadhouse Mailbag, and today's email is coming from Cynthia. We got D-Ray in here to share his opinion. Why don't you go ahead and read it to him?
3: All righty then. The email from Cynthia is, I've been married to my husband for three years now. We have an awesome relationship. He's always giving me flowers and helping with chores around the house. A really good husband. We have a child, a son, and he's an awesome father. I really couldn't ask for anything better. We did live together before we got married. So really, we have been together for a total of 8 years. My problem is he never ever shared his finances with me. He owned the home when I when I moved in and lived with him and we refinanced it and got my name added to it, but I still never seen his accounts. I've asked multiple times for us to have joint accounts to be added or anything. So what if something happens, I could I could be a part of it. I don't know why, but it just seems normal to me and the right thing to do. I mean, I'm his wife, I'm his partner in life, and I'm worried he's hiding something or is afraid of sharing his finances. We share the bills right down the middle. He actually pays for more, and he's even helped me out when I was short. But why won't he add me? Am I overreacting? Please help the roadhouse. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Drug dealer.
1: A drug dealer? No,
2: I'm kidding. Uh, It happens a lot. I mean, uh, I'm almost. I'm listening to that, and I'm going, "Wow, my wife wrote in, huh?" (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But I mean, it's like kind
1: of my situation also.
2: I think uh, in okay. I think this is a very, in all seriousness, this is a very, very modern problem that people have because in the past, like my parents, I would know definitely, probably yours. You guys are younger than I am, but I mean, my parents. It was like, Dad. Brought home the bacon, mom did the finances. Okay, It was just assumed that you were both on the checking account, on on the bank accounts. But in today's society, where people have lived their own lives before they've gotten married and things like that, you're used to doing things on your own. Anything from cooking for yourself, doing your own laundry, to your own finances. And so I think when couples get together in the modern era, it's not... I don't think it's unusual for you to have separate bank accounts. I mean, so I don't think it's something she should necessarily worry about. I don't think he's hiding anything from him, from her, rather. But I just think it's one of those things where in in modern society, it's 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 become the norm. Wow. Yeah.
3: Do you think it's do you think it's a little bit where she, you know she's working, she has her money, but she's kind of budgeting, and, and maybe she doesn't make as much as he does. I mean, she okay. says it in here, you know, he pays for more bills and even helps out when she needs it, mm-hmm. but do you think she kind of, like, wants more? So she could, like, go buy a, you know, a Louis Vuitton purse, or go, you know what I mean? Like, she could have a little bit more, I'm using your purse as the example, but I mean, you know, do you think maybe she kind of, ultimately kind of wants that, doesn't really care about his finances, but she kind of wants a little more money to spend
2: I don't I don't know about that because if they do have a joint account and she's like you know she goes out and buys a A fake Louis Vuitton, like uh, like Amy has there. Yeah,
1: that's not fake.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much. It's Mick Louis, Mick Louis Vuitton. (laughs) Really, Louis (laughs) Vuitton.
1: Smell it. It smells real.
2: (laughs) It smells real. Is that is that what the guy on the street in New York told you? Yeah, smell, smell. He smells like like Louis Vuitton. Smells like Louis Vuitton. No, but I think back to the point is that if she uh, I, I. She's not going to get away with it, you know. If yeah. she's looking to, you know, get, a little more freedom, a little, a little more freedom, yeah, exactly. a little more spending, a little more spending cash. It's like if you have the same account, you know.
1: I I think uh-huh. if you're married, you need to be on each other's accounts, even if you don't use them. Really? Yeah. What if What if the husband's in a coma and the the mortgage needs to get paid?
2: Well. I don't know.
1: How do you get that? How do you get the well, money that, on
2: that? That is a very good point. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right about that. Yeah. I mean, and I know in my own case that my wife is on my account, but she's got accounts that I'm not on. Yeah. So I have mm. sep-
1: we have separate accounts. Mainly in my marriage, because but of the, I love that.
2: Mainly because of the age difference, I'm more than likely to be the one in the coma. I guess that's why what it is. You know, she's she's young and healthy. I'm getting old and and uh, in in poor health. Now,
3: kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel
2: you.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for your opinion.
2: You're welcome for my opinion.
1: We love you. Send in yours. We've been taking in input for our Roadhouse mailbag today coming in from Cynthia. She's wondering why her husband won't share his financial information with her, like adding her to his bank account. They've been married for three years and she has no clue what his financial situation is. So we spoke with D-Ray. He said that's the way it is in his house. Yeah. It's kind of the way it is in my house, too, and I don't agree with it because if something were to happen to the husband, it, how are you going to pay their share of the bills?
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, it's that way in our house, too, and I, and it's just pure laziness on our part. There's, I'm not hiding anything. I mean, we know each other's information, but we don't have access to each other's information. So, really, it's kind of our own stupidity, and we probably should get that fixed because uh, you never know, right? An emergency or a something that happens is never planned and so you just don't know so you try to prepare for the worst we did have somebody text in on our text line who apparently works at a bank and it says the only way you could be a part of somebody's account without being full access to the account is you'd have to be added as a as a beneficiary or have a power of attorney for the account and i mean i know those things are possible and i've but i mean we were just talking off the air about how when, like, your grandma passed away and stuff like that, that sometimes that their struggles with that, too.
1: They froze the account.
3: Yeah. Until
1: her death certificate was, you know, pushed through.
3: Yeah, so that takes a while. So if you've got bills, if you've got things that you need to get from that account, you have to just kind of wait, you mm-hmm. know, or try to make it without it. Sure, you might be able to pay yourself back. You still got to get through the next month, two, whatever, right. you know.
1: And my mom was on the account and there was still problems. Wow. So just imagine not being on the account, how, how what a yeah. nightmare that yeah. would be. But we do have an open mic.
4: Hey, this is Larry
1: from Long Island. I definitely think you should have a joint account. I recently had a couple of bounces with uh, cancer and uh, I don't know what I would have done if something would have happened to me and my wife couldn't straighten out all my affairs. I'd hate to leave her hanging see i do love having separate accounts from my husband like having our own bank accounts our own money you know when you think about it you really do need to have your name on each other's accounts even if you don't use them
3: i guess they need to find out why they have separate accounts did they is that something they agreed to because if they agreed to have separate accounts and she's like let me in i also would say no if that's not something they agreed to why is he not giving the account information and he should give it I mean you got to be have an open and honest relationship so like I said you also gotta set those boundaries and, and really put yourself a, what if it happened say opposite right I couldn't have access to my wife's account and something happened to her same situation now you're in a in a terrible situation trying to pay the bills there's automatic bill pay there's all those things that you have to try to what if you need to put money in the account even? The opposite. You know yes. what I mean? What if you need to fund so all those automatic bills are getting paid? What if, you know, all the simplicity of life that we all enjoy, all of a sudden a huge wrench is pulled into it and it's hard to make it through and you're already dealing with an obvious emergency or something bad happening?
1: So I think we're coming to the conclusion here that you got to get your name on your husband's account. Husband has to get his name on wife's account.
3: Yeah. Husband, allow Cynthia into your accounts and let her run amok. Let her help. Allow Cynthia in. We're with you, Cynthia.
1: You don't have to run amok. Just get the name on the account in case something happens. No,
3: teach him. Learn them a lesson. Go get yourself a Louis Vuitton.
1: If you have a question that you would need help with answering, send it our way. Amy at the Roadhouse AM.com or Brandon at the Roadhouse AM.com. All right, since Brandon and Megan are going to be having a baby, hopefully. Yeah. I thought this information might help you out, Brandon. Thanks. Science has figured out the formula to get a crying baby back to sleep.
3: Oh, let's go science.
1: And they teamed up in Japan to figure this out with 20 infants. Now, just picture that.
3: Jack Daniels. Yes. Oh, is that it? No. You don't give him Jack Daniels? So.
1: No, but... I, I, I thought you meant like the people that are working the study would drink Jack Daniels oh, by the end of it. yeah probably. Okay, but anyways, they say the method takes about 10 minutes. Hmm. 10 minutes. It's
3: a long time in baby crying
1: And time. here's what you do. Step one, carry them around for five minutes. Hmm. It slows their heart rate down, I guess. And then you sit down with them for another five to eight minutes. And then it says here to be patient or they might wake up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a real <laughs> real professional.
1: I don't know what they're feeding these babies in Japan, but that wow. ain't happening here in the U.S. I mean,
3: come on. Duh. You think no parent out there has ever tried that exact thing? Oh, my gosh. Walk around. Be patient. Sit down for five to eight minutes. Baby should stop crying. No. Sure,
1: sure it will. No. What? what? I've seen some babies that cry because you're carrying them.
3: I mean, it's like when a baby's tired, you can do everything wrong. Everything is wrong. That's why they're crying. They're mad. They don't know how to communicate it. And you got to figure it out. It's game. When my
1: niece was a baby, if you looked at her, she'd cry.
3: Yeah, especially me.
1: I've seen babies cry because you're tired. (laughs) So when it comes to the roadhouse, what do you think the best way is to stop a crying baby?
3: i think it depends on the situation you know what i mean i mean there's tired baby cries there's hungry baby cry there's also teething baby sick baby there's you know it's hard to say this one thing is going to be like that's it walk them around for five minutes there's an
1: expert in my family my mom is a baby genius yeah she swaddles that baby nice and tight yeah yeah and she she just knows what that baby wants she knows if it wants to be held in her arms or it wants to be in the little bouncy chair no. in front of
3: a fireplace yeah you know see with my two kids they were two separate individuals were like my daughter it was the swaddle and it was the hold or possibly the crate but the good tight swaddle arms in loved it Yeah, son absolute opposite loved being swaddled but needed to be more of a loose swaddle with arms out needed the arms out couldn't have the arms in because then he'd sit there and fight it give me my arms you know he'd be sitting there fighting it the total opposite she wanted to be just like a cocoon he didn't so it was two different things
1: the worst part is figuring that all out yeah what they want
3: it's trial and error there's (laughs) no there's really no book on how to Get a baby to stop crying.
1: No, but at the end of it, Jack Daniels, yes.
3: Rub a little Jack D on their gums. Oh, if if it's not for them, it's for you.
1: It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. And today we're going to focus on Tyler Watts. Lives in Whitesburg, Kentucky. He's also referred to as the Post-It Picasso. A second grade teacher at Letcher Elementary, Normally, he'd be preparing for the new school year, but they have floods and it's delayed the whole school year. So now he's working on unique murals that he hopes will brighten downtown Whitesburg. And he does it all with post-it notes. And this is something that he traditionally does during the holidays. He does The Grinch. He does Charlie Brown. And everybody just goes by to see it. It's super cool. He says... That he can use anywhere from a thousand to ten thousand post it notes to create these murals, and his goal is just to bring community joy.
4: I try to find things that a lot of people can relate to. I want it to reach a lot of different age groups. Sometimes I almost run out of ideas, but I try to find things that kids can relate to just as much as adults can. If you drive up and down the streets, there is so much debris just people's houses literally turned inside out so i just thought if i could just put a drop in the bucket by doing something big maybe it would give the kids something to look forward to
1: the waters kept him out of the classroom but it has not stopped him from teaching teaching kids that many times there's obstacles like this flood and he's taught these kids that you can use these obstacles to inspire an entire community and that's something that they'll remember forever we have the murals posted on the Roadhouse Facebook page. Go by and see them. And thank you to all the teachers out there, today especially Mr. Watts. If you have a Tuesday Teacher Spotlight, send it our way. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacques. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.